Hi, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions. Anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in Apple, Boeing, and NVIDIA. Thanks. Hey, hey, hey. Um, this week on Weekly Plays, I just want to remind everybody that uh, if you're already doing something that is working, if you are positive for the year, consider yourself very lucky. Uh, not a lot of people can pay taxes on gains because a lot of people don't have gains. Uh, that's just the reality of the market that no one talks about. Um, you know, The people of the market want more people in, so there's more suckers and all that stuff. That is true. That part of you know the oogla boogla, I do believe. Um, so if whatever you're doing is working, uh, don't try to switch it up during the last week of the year. Right, you're gonna see a lot of scary headlines that are gonna garner your attention, um, but you don't want to give it your attention. You want to just keep on doing what you want to do. Uh, just keep your you know position sizing regular. Right, don't go all in on a hedge or a put right now because you think the market's gonna shift down uh, because it hits 2021. Uh, but also, don't change the fact that like, oh, if you're optimistically bullish, don't go insanely bullish because you think you know guidelines are going to be lifted in 2021 so it justifies buying calls right now if what you've been doing is doing a neutral strategy maybe you sell a few puts here maybe a few call credit spreads here uh, that you know the regular viewers of the podcast know how, how i feel about call credit spreads but if you have a system already of what you're doing um you don't want to f- just change everything that you're doing or go too deep or too risky during the last week of 2020 just take a step back, breathe, maybe not even trade um, if you feel like your sentiment or your bias is shifting. Um, just make it a very cognitive, <laughs> cognizant choice, cognitive choice, very intentional choice <laughs> um, that you are uh, going to trade or not trade uh, and why you're going to be trading that way. And by trading that way, I mean trading the same. Like, why am I going to continue trading the same? Do does do I still think the market will stay flat? Do I still think the market will go generally up? Or now, do I think the market is going to go down? Why do I feel this way? Should I actually buy puts or should I short this stock? Like, why, why, why? Always ask yourself why. So this is again one more time. I'm gonna shut up, <laughs> at least for this section. Uh, if you are already doing something that works. Just keep doing it. Um, just make sure you account for max loss. As far as earnings go, the only notable company I see on here is CarMax, and that's before open on Tuesday. Uh, I believe used car sales are up, but you know, don't don't trust this random stranger on the internet with a podcast. Do your own due diligence, and that does not mean buy calls. <laughs> I think it's like a running joke on the stream. Whenever I say not to buy calls, everyone says to buy calls. But anyway, um, all other than that, uh, all the other companies are just too small of a company, I'd say, to trade. Um, and uh, yeah, at least the ones that I can see. So heed my warning, earnings are dangerous. You can think the stock is going to go up, uh, but buying calls will still lose because the stock can go down because of profit takers, market manipulators, etc., etc. Moving on to the new ThetaGain.com website updates, I've added a helpful tip to show a lack of support for fractional shares. I imagine I would add support for those um, later when more of the computation is on the back end. Right now, a lot of it, or I'd say most of it, is on the front end. And um, yeah, I just didn't think this far ahead when I first built the website. These are good growing pains to have. Remember, this website started from literally a spreadsheet of my trades, and it has grown to this now very, very cool, positive, info-based community. So I'm super thankful for the growth, super thankful for the community, Uh, just experiencing some growing pains, and fractional shares will come in the future. 
Um, but now I've just added a helpful tip so you don't fill out all your stocks and all your fractional shares uh, just to end at a error screen. So uh, I found that really helpful. I also found that out through a, um, a library that tracks errors for me automatically. So that's also really cool. Shout out to Century.io. Um, also, I fixed an issue uh, where users thought they had to click a submit button twice. I, I always have this problem, um, but I think I've caught the last of it. I keep saying I think I've caught the last of it. I think this is finally it, so I'll be happy um, if I don't see this again. And then I think that's about it. Just another note, uh, heading into quarter one of 2021, um, the site, I believe, will look a little different, hopefully for the better. Um, understanding that people don't really like change um you know i think this is going to be a change for the better um but just keep an eye out dark mode can be coming uh just depends on how quickly i get the just kind of the reformatting and re-optimization of everything um but it'll be it'll be a fun process and maybe i'll end up doing it on uh twitch uh live like i've done for the wheel tracker Alrighty, uh, this question of when should you buy leaps and when should you buy calls or why would you pick one over the other came from uh, the Twitch live stream last Tuesday at twitch.tv slash real theta gang. Um, I don't have particular experience with buying leaps. Uh, if I've ever bought a leap before, I've never really held on to it for a year or more. Um, but in terms of buying stock, I have plenty of anecdotal evidence for that and like why I choose to continue buying stock over leaps. So that's what we'll be talking about today. So according to Investopedia, leaps are long-term equity anticipation securities. Um, I never knew leaps was an acronym. I had no idea. Um, but more or less, they are publicly traded option contracts with expiration dates that are longer than one year. So if you buy, say, for example, a call contract that expires um, 365 days or more, uh, you just bought a leap. Um, I imagine this is not only for call contracts, right? Uh, you can buy a put that is also a leap if you are, I don't know, bearish or you want to hedge your portfolio or something. Um, so that's pretty cool um, or a pretty cool definition or learning that leaps is actually an acronym i always thought leaps was like leapfrog or leap it was just like an adjective for a option contract expiration date um, but today i learned it actually stands for something long-term equity anticipation security that is crazy um and it goes to show you don't need to know everything all the ins and outs to be a successful trader right like i am i consider myself to have had a very successful 2020 uh, but it, I didn't I didn't know what leap stood for that's for sure <laughs> um, but taking a step back and uh, reviewing like why I would choose one strategy over the other um, the main topics I want to um, talk about are the main questions uh, look how much planning I did for this episode I wrote two sentences down um, the main topics I want to talk about is like do you need to make more money or do you need to get in good habits um, and then uh, the other point I want to talk about is uh, one of these strategies forces you to commit more with a greater chance of loss. So let's get into why that is. Okay, so this question spawned in my Twitch live stream that I have every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And a quick shout out to everyone that's been in there. Like we have people that usually ask questions in the middle. Uh, we have questions that get in at the end. Uh, but there's like particular people that have their own question time. Like there's a there's a there's a person in the community that shows up super early to ask me uh, tech related questions because they want to start on projects of their own. And dude, I I said this on the stream. I think I said this on maybe another podcast. But like I totally understand how Twitch channels grow. It's it's really really interesting because it starts off so small. Like you literally know each person that like shows up. And this is just another reminder for 
everyone that's listening to this podcast right now is that my Tuesday live streams at six are not a live stream filled with like thousands of people. My average amount of viewers, I think is like 30. So what you get at the live stream is basically a free avenue for it to just ask questions and you get a genuine answer from me. I don't like point you to my Patreon. I don't do, I don't gate you. I don't do anything like that. It's a genuine place. We can ask genuine questions and uh, you won't get flamed for not knowing something. You won't get made fun of if you want to come out and talk about like, you know, why you lost on this certain position. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, have been like gifting subs and stuff, which I think is also really cool. It's just a really positive community. And as if I could keep it small forever, I'd love that. But having more people in there would be awesome too. And I see pluses and minuses on both sides. And I just want to invite more people to come and show up for the Tuesdays live streams at 6 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash real theta gang. Um, it's just a really fun time. But anyway, getting back to today's topic, um, you know, the first thing I always like, put into question is like why am I employing this new strategy right is is it because my current strategy is that not working right my strategy right now is like writing puts on companies that I love holding them selling cover calls and then getting rid of them uh, it's it's the wheel but I consider it like the real wheel um, a lot of people like to teach the wheel a lot of people like to talk about the wheel but they don't really like show the dark sides of the wheel or talk about the dark sides of the wheel we talk about the dark sides of the wheel all the time like what happens if you sell a put and it goes in the money really quickly and you have a lot of time on it then suddenly you have like twenty thousand dollars not doing anything for you and a savings account is bringing in more money than you even at a point zero 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 one savings rate right like your 20k that's in the money is just dead money it's not giving you anything um, those are the situations you need to look out for and you need to keep a good mindset for so you don't close out of your position early or you net a loss on the trade. Um, but going back, do I need to make more money? Like, Am I trying to buy a leap to make more money uh, or am I going to instill just continuing to buy shares for more money? Um, or do I need to, uh, say, get into good habits? So... Whenever a new topic comes up on stream, um, one of, and you see, I, I point all these back to the stream because I change the way I talk depending on like who I'm talking to, right? If I am talking to a bunch of teenagers and college kids that you know can't afford to lose their shirt. Um, then I'm going to try to pitch the more responsible way. And I'd hope that I could be like the champion for making the boring things look fun, right? I don't, I don't want to keep pitching um, like, oh, you know, you should sell puts and this is going to be super awesome for you and you're going to do amazing when you only have like $600 in your account, right? That's, that's not the juice. Um, People are going to be saying, oh, why don't you just do call or put credit spreads or call credit spreads? And then, well, you only got six tries on, you know, a dollar width strike. Um, and that's not really good probability of profit either. Um, and so that leads you or that leads me, sorry, um, to think of ways that I can help convince you um, to make the more responsible choice. Um, if you don't have a lot of money, leaps is not the way to go um you need to kind of take a step back and this is gonna get super reflectional i'm sorry um but you need to take a step back take a breather and understand like why you're in the market first right like you need to take a step back and be like okay am i in the stock market to make a lot of money Am I in the stock market to retire comfortably? Am I in the stock market to just learn or do something? Or am I in the stock market just to gamble and have fun? You need to just be real with yourself there first. And a lot of people are gonna be like, oh yeah, of course, Junie, I'm, I'm in it to you know retire safely and you know I wanna be responsible about this. But I'd say most of like 80, 90% of you that's actually say that actually want to, are in it for that reason. Uh, most people get in the stock market in hopes of just making really quick money. 
um, people are like, oh yeah, I, kn- I know if you trade this at this level and you sell at this level, it's free money or vice versa. You know, you buy puts when it goes here and you buy calls when it goes here. It It's a very, it's a very touchy subject too because it's about money, right? It's, you won't hear many people losing in the stock market, though it happens to most people uh, because it's, it's a form of ego bashing um, and it's humiliating, right? Like you hear that the stock market is like free money or like the stock market keeps on going up, yet you keep on losing money. You're not going to bring yourself to talk about, oh, wow, I lost money in the stock market while everyone else made money, right? You're never going to do that. So it leads to a lot of confirmation bias and survival bias um, just from people that are talking about it or not talking about it. Um, so when it gets into, you know, these reasons of why you trade, if the reason why you're trading is to learn, then buying a leap to understand how leaps work is not a bad idea, but buying shares is infinitely better because you're not on any sort of timeline. Um, and if you're willing to put in the hours to learn, then getting you into good habits where you auto deposit into your account is a good start. A reason why um, auto depositing into account um, is better for buying stock is because stock is generally cheaper than a leap. Think of the example of buying one leap for SPY for one year out. Maybe that's like three grand. I'm just like eyeballing, not even eyeballing, I'm like headballing. <laughs> um, compare that with one share of SPY, which is probably like 300 something dollars. So it's like a 10x difference. If you commit yourself for the rest of 2021 to deposit, let's make it small, like $200 a week, right? $200 a week for the rest of 2021 you can get yourself to buy one share every week for 52 weeks. And you're going to have a very, not, I wouldn't consider sizable, but you would have a lot more than you probably have right now. I understand that my main demographic that I'm talking to, it has like an average bank account size of like three to five K. Um, one of the reasons why you might be stuck at the three to five K range is simply because you're not putting more money in. You have this very fantasy dream of putting three to five K and then growing that into your first six digit bank account. What you're slowly going to find out from listening to the podcast and tuning to streams and just like hearing me talk is just you're going to have better probability of profit the more money you have. You get better plays to do that return you more premium with better probability of profit, meaning more chances of success of it happening on the good side where you make money um, by having more money in your account. Um, compare that with a $1,000 max loss put credit spread versus a you know a naked put that you write, right? Or like you sell a cash secured put. Um, you're going to net a lot better of a probability profit selling the cash secured put. Um, that puts your obligation to pick up shares uh and then if you get them for a loss or you pick them up for a loss whatever you just haven't sold the shares yet that's cool you can hold on to those for for however long you need to break even and you'll continue on there there's a lot of you know steps that have to go on before you pick that stock uh, so that being stuck there is not that bad right that i talk about a lot that other people don't um but that's just one of the good things about depositing more and more money into your account and if you convince yourself that this is a good idea, right? I don't let me, a random internet stranger, convince you it's a good idea. But if you convince yourself that's a good idea, you start putting in $20 or $200 a week, $300 a week. Maybe you get a new job, new promotion. You put in $500 a week. Um, then you ask yourself, okay, if I were to consistently do something and make a good habit out of you know depositing more money because depositing more money into your brokerage account doesn't really do anything right having money sit there 
gain zero interest. So you need to have that money uh, invested. And uh, if you have this idea of, you know, okay, every month, you know, that's that's kind of hard for a lot of people. So I'd say like every four, three months or three or four months, I'll deposit uh, $3,000 and I'll get a leap. Well, how many times can you do that a year? You could do that three or four times, right? 12 divided by four or 12 divided by three. You do that three or four times a year. That is not a good or realistic um, timeline because that off offsets a lot of responsibility from yourself. You know, you have a bad quarter one, you, you know, get into an accident maybe and um, I don't know, just things come up and you have to spend money. You have to go on this trip or whatever. I, I'm not the podcast that tells you, oh, you need to save money. You can't go on that trip. I say live your life, be happy. Um, ooh, okay. I had to take a small Diet Coke break. <laughs> okay, so instead of doing something um, three or four times a year, because 12 divided by three, 12 divided by four is three or four, um, you can choose to buy stock every week. Have an auto deposit set up to your account so you're growing your uh, portfolio size, you're getting good probability profit, but you need to put that money to work. You you can't just deposit money into your account and then um, expect it to grow. You need to put money into your account and then invest into something. That is where buying shares is so good because it requires less capital than buying a leap, correct? If you were to buy um, you know, uh, Apple stock, it lets you also dollar cost average better instead of having to spend you know thousands of dollars for a leap and then being stuck in that one position you get to every week buy apple stock uh, you get to buy three apple stock instead of buying one leap maybe that's like some um, you know napkin math or some head balling I'm doing right now um, but it, it puts you in a better state of mind too a lot of traders when they first start uh, they already have this notion of like traders always actively trade they're always in front of their computers you see all those tiktok investors with graphs on their screen and it's like to me that's all oogla boogla i don't care about necessarily the graph all the time there are some days where i'll look at the graphs and maybe i'll choose some strike prices accordingly um but if i just genuinely wield companies that i like or i genuinely invest in companies that i like it's usually not a problem at whatever price it is um, so have that in mind. It's cheaper to just buy stock, um, and it's uh, easier to buy stock, and it's more regular. So it gets you into a good habit of buying stock no matter what. So I'm talking about like every time you auto deposit, you immediately buy something, even though it's up like five percent for the day. Just buy the stock. Buying three shares or two shares, five percent higher than it was last week is not going to kill you. Um, because you're like dollar cost averaging in so little at a time, you're going to be fine at the end. Now, this is the only advice I can give for stocks you genuinely like. If you're in a very volatile stock that you know a lot of people know and super hype, and everyone shares the same bullish news, and everyone talks the same, then you're going, you're, you're in a little bit of trouble there. Because as soon as the sentiment shifts, you're not going to like it when everyone else doesn't like it. You need to genuinely like it yourself. That's one of the other things I talk about. Um, but yeah, buying shares is better um, in a sense where if your account size is small, you need to get in good habits to get your account size big. Because it does. You getting your account size big doesn't happen from a small account. Or if it does, it requires a lot of skill, but also a lot of luck. So just keep an eye out for that. There's a lot. Of, there's a there's huge reason why these three K challenges, five K challenges don't actually continue on, right? There's the people get got all the time. Or people don't share all the trades, um, or people lose motivation after losing or going to the negative. They don't share like beyond uh, their their raging success in the beginning, right? The reason why you get hyped to do one of these is because you already did really well and you have footage to share. So. Just be really careful and cognizant of all that stuff. Um, we're nearing the end of the holidays, so we'll see the scams start, start to like die down a little bit. Um, but I hope I shared with you guys and girls enough to you know be aware of like what's legit and what's not. So 
the last point uh, I want to bring up is being in a leap, an option that expires in a year, um, it makes you commit more. While I see that being a very good plus for a beginner, um, I don't see that being realistic, right? A lot of people say, oh, you know, uh, I bought leaps and they're doing amazing. Um, it's, you, you don't quite know when you're going to ever sell those. And if COVID drop number two happened, um, then you're, you're going to be net out of premium. I mean, unless if you sell before it goes zero, but you don't know if you're going to sell before it goes below zero because a lot of people have a hard time doing that. Um, you know, it's also hard to take profits when you're up. And so leaps, you're just always in this gray area of like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm up big on these leaps. Like, when should I actually sell? Um, it's hard to exercise these call. Uh, that, that was a poor choice of words. It's, it's hard to um, be responsible when the stock market takes a turn for one another. Like, if the stock market starts going really up really fast and you have leaps, you're going to always think that um, you're playing with house money and they're always going to be up until you're, you're, you have a red UI, basically. Um, or if the stock market starts going down because your leaps were up so high, you're going to start maybe thinking, oh, it's going to rebound, you'll be okay. What I like about shares is once you buy them, you just as long as you just commit to yourself that you're never going to sell those for a loss because those are genuinely companies that you like and anytime it goes lower, you're going to buy more, is that you're going to have them forever. You don't get to have leaps forever. Leaps, um, they they go away, right? They expire. Uh, but Judy, you can just you can just roll the leaps uh, next year or whenever you know the the get the Greeks start looking right for you. Uh, you can. That requires some management on your end, though. Um, and I don't know, and you don't know how you're going to act when COVID drop number two happens. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, upsets me sometimes, uh, or I'd say like all the time, is when I know that people ha that have been getting destroyed in the stock market during the COVID crash, right? These are the people that were saying, oh, Junie, uh, I don't know if I would be optimistic about you. I'm going to go all in on these random puts because, uh, you know, th this country's got locked down, right? Or... Or, you know, you know, America's not going to open up for a while or vaccines take years and so I'm going to buy puts and, you know, we're all doomed. And, you know, they buy puts, got destroyed in the market rally that we've had since the bottom. And all they all they have is just like making jokes about the printer. And it's like that's that that was funny. I mean, I, I laughed definitely like for the first like day and then it just gets kind of old and it just feels like, you know, you're 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 off putting blame um and it's just not a good look right like just don't trade the market if you don't if you feel like your morals are above it or you know don't trade the market if you're bearish like there's no reason why you should take a bearish stance on anything really just choose not to do it you don't like someone just don't talk to them you don't like this hobby just don't do this hobby right it's same thing with the market you don't like this market just don't trade the market um but what frustrates me the most is when these same people that got got in the COVID market are now making videos, are now spreading that they're super up on their um, leaps that they've bought. Um, and it's, it's just so dirty. It's so dirty that like these people that were super bearish at the bottom got destroyed. And now they're flipping sides and pretending that they're, they're good, right? They're giving advice to other people. And this is not the juice. Um, you won't always know who does these sorts of things, right? I'm not going to name blast anyone, though sometimes I want to, but I'm not going to name blast anybody. Um, but it's just important. Ask them, hey, do you have a record of your trades? And are they like not on a spreadsheet you created? And that is one of the most... That's... That's why Theta Gang exists, right? That's why ThetaGang.com is so sick sometimes. Because some, you, you can just you give someone your profile link. 
and someone could just say, wow, you know, this person has traded for a long time and has a long trading record. They have losses here, wins here. Um, and, you know, if for whatever reason, uh, someone shared a profile from you from ThetaGain.com and maybe like all their trades were uploaded in one day, maybe you know that, you know, this person could be legit, but why don't I just like follow this person for a little bit? Let me see if their option prices are, um, you know, what they say they are and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll audit them myself. I'll see if they're, what they're putting up is true. That is the beauty of ThetaGain.com right now. And you know there there has been a um, there has been shifts with what the purpose of ThetaGain.com uh, was supposed to be. Uh, when I first created it, it was so basically people can audit me, right? Like if people uh, wanted to check if uh, you know what my trading strategy is all about is real, they can just continuously go to ThetaGain.com. It wasn't even ThetaGain.com slash Junie. Remember, the very first edition of the website was just literally my trades. So you could just go to ThetaGain.com and my trades would be there. People would come and refresh the page and then um, they would like check to see like, oh, he's, do these strike prices look good? Do these do these option prices that he's getting filled at look right? And um, I just slowly proved my way up. And so now I'm here, I'm sharing the same tech that I've been using with everybody else so that everyone else can have that same moment that I did. That, you know, as you're building, refining your training strategy, once you really hone in on your own thing, people can actually see like, wow, this person buys uh, long naked calls but actually has a system behind it. Like shout out to my friend Mike. He's been doing really awesome. I'm not going to name blast him on uh, the podcast. Um, but I'm going to just just give him a shout out here. Like he's been doing really amazing. A lot of my roommates have been doing really amazing. Uh, just wheeling companies, buying stock, doing responsible things. It it is very hard to lose money if all you do are responsible things, uh, especially in 2020. If you had a responsible outlook for 2020, you made money. But I assume a lot of newer traders, a lot of Wall Street bets people were not responsible during this time. Some of them could have made it huge during those puts initially at the COVID crash. And some could have made it big if they bought leaps very, very early. But what I'm saying is there are a lot of people giving advice where they shouldn't be because it's just very contradictory, right? Like I've proved my worth in podcast episodes talking about my positions during the COVID crash talking about my outlook during the COVID crash and staying consistent after the COVID crash I've never said this market's going to moon I've said I just want the market to go flat or up or just like not die uh, I've been made fun of that before too um, and this is just like my little soapbox that I get to have right now um, because I feel like I've worked really hard to get here and I'm super proud of like what I've done for ThetaGain.com, all of which supported by my patrons. Um, and it's, it's just a really, really cool feeling. Um, so with all that said, buying leaps, it might sound cool on paper. And a lot of people will be saying uh, buy leaps for 2021 because the economy is going to open up and all that, all that good jazz. But trust me. 80, 90% of those people are the ones that bought puts at the COVID bottom and got got. And they're just flipping sides now. So while you might hear a lot of bullish news, and you know how bullish I can be sometimes, right? Like I am a very optimistic person. Um, just understand, I'll probably just be buying shares. I'll be writing my same puts with the same guidelines right writing puts is bullish i, I want to just say that just in case you're new you might think like oh wow didn't you need to just say not buy puts or whatever um <laughs> uh but yeah just i'm gonna be continuing to do what i've been doing in 2020 because it's been working really well for me um and i'm going to prove it all through 2021 and uh you can follow me at thetagain.com slash juni all my open trades are there every single one um and uh it yeah i'm just gonna be doing the same thing and uh just i think that's it is there anything about leaps or buying stock nope nope and uh, just one more thing one more thing you don't need to know all your greeks 
you don't need to know how things are calculated per se. You need to have well, you need to have like a general understanding of it. But something that I've also that's also came up in my Discord is, you know, there was this very genuine, innocent question of like, hey Junie, your probability of profit uh, doesn't look right from one of these trades because you know I leave notes on all my trades for my patrons, um, and then I said, hey, you know, I I printed a screenshot of you know my open trades and it showed the correct probability of profit, and the patron you know said something along the lines of like. Uh, Oh, you know, um, I, you know, gamma is usually like a proxy for uh, probability profit, and you know, just being in the market so long, and like within the like options realm, I've used to use gamma as a probability profit indicator, but I've stopped doing that because broker platforms or broker features are there for a reason. So the, I just use the broker's probability profit. Uh, calculation instead because gamma and probability profit aren't one-to-one like you can't just subtract one from delta and see this is me flexing a little bit that i know a little bit of how greeks work because i used to do that stuff i used to worry about that stuff but now i don't i've really tried to refine my system to be more hands-off very uh you know very execution heavy i just like i look at a trade does it look good does it fit all my uh you know does it fit my style does it fit my guidelines does it fit my you know filters and stuff, and uh, I just trade trade on that uh, trade on those. I don't trade on like oh you know I I don't trade based on necessarily like RSI or MACD or any of those fancy acronyms. Um, I'm a very fundamental trader, which I've also found out in 2020. Um, but yeah, this is just a reminder. If one of your goals for 2021 is to learn more about Greeks, um, understand that if that's one of your goals. Just do it for fun. Don't do it to look for profit. You got to do it for fun. Though that Greek stuff, uh, it's going to distract you away from the fundamental stuff. Uh, you need to have a better understanding of how to hold your options when they're in the red. Right? Any strategy that has to do with Greeks uh, will fail if you don't let the probability of profits play out and you start closing your losers too early or your winners too late. And all of which you need to learn before you get super confident in yourself because, oh, you know, the the delta and gamma here are in perfect levels and so I'm gonna go a little bit heavier on this position and then I'll double it down if it gets to this Greek and then you, you just get super messed up for the wrong reasons, right? Um, there's a lot easier ways to say like calculate all those things and you just look at probability profit or um, you just maybe don't even care about the probability profit sometimes you just feel like oh you know I wanted to buy this stock right now it's went up 10% today you know I'm willing to pick it up at any price than it uh, uh, less than it is today and so you just write a put at the money and then you know your entire world just starts opening up you're like wow you know i didn't even think about that i've always thought about like keeping at 70 percent. well what's the point of that if you can capture more premium and pick up the shares at the same price that you, or less than you would have right now um there's so many soft skills to learn when you do this type of option stuff and um i'm just trying to prove week by week on this podcast and the stream that i actually know what i'm talking about and that i actually do what i do I code the website, I do customer service from my website, I do my own merch, I write my own tweets, I write my own podcast, I host my own podcast. I do all this on my own because I genuinely like to do it. Like it's my getaway from work, it's my getaway from a lot of things in life and it's just a very helpful thing that's helped me have a more systematic way of like living especially during 2020 it's brought lots of good format to my life and i'm just super grateful and i want to continue proving that i'm actually the person that does all this through 2021 and 2022 and beyond um this platform i hope grows and uh, you know maintains the quality that it has up till now forever um i'm just really proud uh, to have the community, all 9,400 of you. I mean, we're already closing in on 10,000 people. Uh, just so many things to be grateful for. 
Uh, and you can always be grateful uh, after and before Thanksgiving. Um, I will see everybody in the outro. And hopefully I see a good crowd for the Tuesday live stream. Again, that's 6 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash real theta game. Thanks. Okay, uh, you can follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Gang, and you can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang. You can email me at juni at thetagang.com. Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks, and signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. That's Theta Gang, one word, all caps. Uh, I want to give a brief extended shout out to Majadir, Mike D, Slow Motion, JZN, Mikos, PFM, DJ Mac86, Pacro, Boop. Mitch Brady 7, HSN IV, Craig Thomas, GJ Wilson, Statistically Random, Tom Hamas, BK Trade, Baked Potato, Island Bell, Wheaton, Lick, Nahler, Cheese, Maltman, Chivanis, NM, and Hayden, Little Little, Menno Dum Dum, Ground Pound 95, Leo Jetson, Fancy Wolf, Yu Song Hu, Neat the River, Jacinder, Murph Q, Norfis, Bad Trader, Chicken Dinner, Dissentia, Saltwater, Kier, Load Skeletor, Lazy Reservist, The Jester, Krispy Kreme Boys, Hermes Kaput, Rustier, Shifty, AG, and Ensis88. Nice. Okay, so things to talk about that are just that's just on my on top of my head. Um, I've been I've been getting into Tekken, so I'm playing Tekken Seven now. Uh, I'm trash, but uh, <laughs> I am uh, getting better. <laughs> um, what else? Um, I'm really excited for what I'm about to do to theygang.com. I'm I'm thinking that the front page needs to tell you just like a little bit more info and it can be cleaned up just a little bit um i don't like how things are like arbitrarily bolded and so i'll work on that um but honestly that's that's kind of how it's like always looked so it just looks so weird when i'm remocking it um let's see what else uh there's this new option for Patreon um, that they're giving out to you know people that have shown a good track record for annual subscriptions, um, and I'm one of those people. Uh, I just haven't turned it on yet because honestly, I feel like I want to just like get off of Patreon, and I'd rather just have you sign up on the website uh, because Patreon takes a lot of money um, per month. Um, it's it's like i think it's like eight nine percent uh and i'd rather just keep the standard three and just integrate my own thing but you gotta do have that you know balance of like do i actually want to manage all of that and does does that sound fun and it's like eh, i don't know if that sounds fun to me per se but um that's just something that i'm looking at and i mean just to uh, flex a little bit that your boy is responsible and patreon picked them <laughs> picked him um what else um this year has been nuts this year has been crazy i think i have a 40 percent uh year to date um like i consider that pretty darn good because um i didn't make as much as like a, a super bullish person would be from the bottom of covid but I didn't get got from COVID, and I, I found my trading style. I did everything, um, traded responsibly. I continued putting more money in, um, and you know, to this day, I still have like an auto deposit of a thousand dollars a week. Uh, I don't spend that much money, and you know, like uh, day to day, or like if I do, like it's because I'm working hard on my website that also uh, generates some income, right? Like. Um, when it gets down to it, I want to be as responsible as possible so that, you know, I feel like everybody has this like really boring, 
stereotype in their head of like responsible investors looking like they're in a gray office in some suit that hates their job um but you can have pink headphones on and live stream on twitch and risk uh financially uh invest too so just trying to prove that um you can also just be positive like you don't gotta um you don't gotta like really it's just talk about oh you gotta make money or oh, we're making money over here so join us you don't, you don't gotta do any of that you also don't have to like fake flex either like i know i got i went into a little bit of tangent of like um people that are getting got during the bottom of covid and then uh pretending like they're the hot stuff right now well like truth is everybody's hot stuff right now the market's up if you're just genuinely bullish you're gonna be up right now and that's great and i'm happy for everybody but uh, the thing that triggers me is when people are either inconsistent or um, like basically posers. It's it's not cool, it's especially in something that I'm passionate about. And so this is also a conversation me and my roommate had about like Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Gary Vaynerchuk loves like Pokemon cards, loves shoes, as he says. Uh, and then um, he was like, you know, I I like. I like Gary V. I like what he does. Uh, I I'll respect the hustle, but I don't like how he can be fake sometimes. And I, I thought, you know, first of all, I was like, oh, my roommate's just being a hater about all that stuff. Um, but Gary Vaynerchuk, he got into shoes. My roommate is a very big shoe head, and Gary Vaynerchuk was like, oh, you know, I've always been a shoe collector. This is my dream, and you know, having a collaboration with K Swiss is a dream of mine. And then my roommate's just saying like, oh, that's a load of like like poop right that's just like that's poop um and i'm over here um you know someone that's uh gotten got during the bottom of covid saying oh the world is doomed and then now they're coming out here saying oh you should buy leaps oh you should buy you should buy calls uh you know you, you know i've been doing this for a long time just uh oh follow me on my discord over here and it's like dude like you can be positive i appreciate the optimism of buying calls and leaps but don't don't be handing out that fake advice uh if you you can't follow it yourself right like it, there's a reason why these people don't show all their trades and uh it, that's also why i can talk like the way i talk because you can't <laughs> you can't talk like this and then not show your trades so that's why i do it then you can go to thetagame.com slash juni and you can always just see an up-to-date record on all my trades that I do. Um, it, it's a whole thing. Like, I'm so happy I made this. This is this is like the therapy I always need at the at the at the start of a Sunday. Um, yeah, episode is going into 50 minute range. Uh, this is a quick shout out. If if any of my friends are listening to this and you make it this far, you probably didn't understand a lot of it. Uh, a lot of my real life friends are starting to find out that i have a podcast not because i only shared it but like um i i still get you know friends just one today his name is matt he texted me saying i heard about your podcast um so i don't know if it's from word of mouth or maybe you know seeing it on some reddit thread or something but it's a cool feeling and um yeah it's it it's a doozy i mean it's really hard talking about stocks to your friends because uh, there's this negative stereotype about how friends in the stock market or just like people in the stock market in general always want to sell you something. Uh, and I do have a service, but it's like, I also don't want to tell you bad advice either. I don't want things to get bad between us. And that's also why I always do responsible things to set a good, to set a good example. Like what kind of example would I be if I said, oh, the wheel is amazing, but all I do is buy naked calls and naked puts, Right. Um, which a lot of other people do, which is why you know you gotta make sure that they upload all their trades to some shared resource. Um, yeah, just be be the responsible friend, but also be the responsible graph that gamblers uh, wish that they had. I thought that was a genius tweet when I wrote it. Like, oh my god, um, you know, every time you get got. In the stock market, oh my god, I'm like burping mid-sentence. Every time you get got in the stock market, you just like start looking at like just other people's successes and you just feel super bad. But the ones that make you feel the worst is those general 
lines up like on a Robinhood graph that just like shows like oh this it just grows the market meaning like they bought stocks it just makes you feel super bad especially if they got like six digits in there that that's a soul-crushing one so your boy has been there before right but your boy is now one of those six-digit ones so it's like you can flip everything around i made a recent tweet saying it's only money and you can make a plan for 2021 and we can make a we can make a plan in the tuesday live stream which everyone should go to uh it's gonna be a fun one um yeah i mean 2021 is going to be a great year it's going to be good sure we have another covid outbreak we have some other disease but if you just went at it from an approach where you tried to be as optimistic as possible being responsible there are a lot of benefits that come from anything i mean one for 2020 is working from home is awesome if you're able to another one is um you know just being at home more is awesome i imagine if you're a parent this is a very unique scenario where you get to see your kids more than any other generation typically um uh, you know, that means like at five, you can, well, it depends on how you work, but at five, you can just like peace out and do whatever you want to do with that extra one or two hours you'd rather, other, rather than uh, be commuting with. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, that's it. That's it. There's just so many pluses to everything that I feel like people gloss over. And if you start reading news too much, you start reading Twitter too much, it just, it's not a, great thing to do um there's pluses and everything i didn't have a great mid-year when my mom was sick that felt kind of bad but uh just stayed positive and she's doing better now she's not doing amazing but she's doing way better than before so that's good and um yeah that's it so i will see everybody in 2021 and uh wait 2021 and i will see everybody on the 29th for the tuesday live stream at 6 p.m at www.twitch.tv slash real theta gang bye <laughs>